0: You have arrived at The Winding Stairs, a program dedicated to Masonic education and the art of self-improvement. I am your host, Juan Sepulveda, a professional artist and master mason, 32nd degree of the ancient and accepted Scottish Rite in Freemasonry. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Winding Stairs. I am your host, Juan Sepúlveda, and I thank you for taking the time to join me in this journey up the winding stairs. Today, we continue chipping at the stone. This is another one of those brief, but hopefully significant episodes of the winding stairs, and one that I encourage you to revisit whenever you get an opportunity to review the concepts that we discuss in it. On today's episode, we will be talking about something that It's very important to me because it's something that I struggle back and forth. It's almost like a cycle. There are times where I feel on top of it, and there are other times where I feel like it's taking control of me. So hopefully you find this helpful and edifying. What am I talking about? I'm talking about a lot of books, having a stack of books, having a collection of books, and yet they're all unfinished. Today we're talking about finishing what you start when it comes to reading. Uh, I will later on have a more research and a longer episode about finishing what you start because if you are like me, it is something that you recognize you have to put your mind to it and be specific about the progress in order to finish things. Imagine if our, our brothers from antiquity, the operative masons, didn't actually finish the temples or didn't finish the cathedrals or the palaces, what, would, what do you think would happen to them? Do you think they would be able to keep their heads up with honor that they actually started a great feat but actually finished it? We know a lot about uh, unfinished buildings, so uh, we, we will try to control what we can. And in this case, we're gonna be talking about picking books and finishing them. I'm sure you have a book that stares at you from the bookshelf or from your night table every day or every night, taunting you, reminding you of why haven't you finished that book? You know you want to read it, You got it, you bought it, you borrowed it. And there it is, waiting for you to pick it up and learn from it. So here I have a couple of uh, tips. I've I've chosen five tips that might help you actually, Go through your stack and finish some of these books. Remember, you're missing out on the content of these books, so let's get to it. But before we do, the sponsor of this episode is FreemasonryArt.com. Disclaimers, before anything, FreemasonryArt.com is where I sell the fine art and Masonic aprons that I create. Um, the, As many of you know, my career is... An artist that's what I do for a living I create art and a way for me to to pay for the hosting the equipment the fees that come with producing the winding stairs uh, they get taken care of by the sales that happen at freemasonry.com but don't just do it to help me I encourage you to go look at it I've put my heart and soul into creating these works of art that have symbols to inspire you in your Masonic career. So I hope that you find a piece of art there that inspires you, that you want to have on your wall to remind you of the beautiful lessons of Freemasonry, and you place an order through those. So go to freemasonryart.com and show your support for the show, as well as the support of the arts in Masonry. Now to to the content, these are the five tips that I have enumerated to help you in choosing your books and getting through that stack that keeps on mocking you. Number one, prioritize your books. You might have some books that are for leisure, some that are for work, some that are for your spiritual upbringing, uh, but pick the one that it's gonna contribute the most to your life. If you have some deadlines for work or for other commitments that you have, keep that in mind, but try to organize what are the books that you need to get to the first and pick just one. Pick that one book that you want to actually go from cover to cover or go through it in a methodical way so that you can feel satisfied that you have actually gone through it. A little side note. Don't pick Morals and Dogma. <laughs> it's a great book, but if you start with that massive book, it's very likely that you won't read any of the other ones because it, it will probably take you forever to read. So you probably have a book that it's smaller, something that's a little bit more manageable. Pick that one. If it's important to you, if you think you can get something out of it, grab that book and try to uh, try to put it on the top of your of your list to finish it. Number two, schedule time to read. What doesn't get scheduled doesn't get done. If you don't make plans to actually separate a little bit of time of your day, you'll be surprised how much you can do with just one hour of your day. If you need to split that in two and do 30 minutes of reading in the morning, 30 minutes at night, you'll be done sooner than you Sooner than you can, uh, sooner than you can think. So make it a schedule. Make it a priority. Give it a specific block of time. Choose one of those divisions in the 24 inch gauge and attribute that one to your enrichment through reading. So make sure that you schedule time to read. Number three. Don't read alone. You have access to hundreds if not thousands of brothers who are also reading Masonic books. Get their advice. Which books do they recommend? Which ones are they are they reading? It might be motivating for you to not read alone and as you read this book, you can have a brother somewhere else also reading the same book. That can be one of those tools that can help you uh, in establishing a little bit more fellowship and brotherly love you know, giving you some, uh, an additional topic of conversation. Perhaps every week you you take a little bit of time to talk about how far they've gone along in the book. Keep each other accountable for staying on top of that task of finishing that book. I'm sure you can think of, of a brother that has a book that he has recommended or that he has lent you. You can perhaps reach out to that brother and kind of update him on your progress. Uh Having that element of accountability is going to help you stick to the plan and actually move forward with that goal. Number four, make reading tempting. What do I mean by that? If you keep a stack of books on your nightstand or you keep a stack of books on your table, you know, actually look around you if, unless you're driving. If you're home, look around you. Do you see a book or do you see a stack of books or a whole bunch of books scattered around Put them away. Put them all neatly in their bookcase and keep out one and make that one prominent. Whichever one you choose on the first step to be the one that you're going to complete, pick that one and make that only the one book that you put on your nightstand if that's where you read. If your place of reading is on the on your favorite comfy chair in the, in the living room or the family room, put it nearby. Make it tempting. The TV set is always in the same spot tempting you waiting for you to pay attention to it click it on and you know waste away a couple of hours well give your book a chance to do that to you put it in a visible place where um, it might be enticing for you to just grab it and move a little bit through the pages um, and and make some progress in that in that goal uh, I'm not gonna edit this this audio you can hear i have some airplane going through And there it went. Um, The number five, market. This is something that, to me, works. I enjoy it. Take that book and treat it like it needs to be treated. Don't be worried about not bending the spine of the book or folding the pages. Go at it. Books are meant to help you. Um attain some knowledge that someone took the time to put together somewhere. So give that book a chance to, to share what it knows with you. I try as much as I can to read with a pencil and a highlighter. And I choose a pencil because I have a very, very fine uh, pencil that I use. And not all books have big white lines. Uh, they're not double space, or some of them don't have a, a big enough of a margin. Having a very fine pencil helps me scratch things, make some notes in limited spaces. But try to do that. Have a highlighter and anything that is really significant to you, something that really makes you think, highlight that. And if you can, make it a point to share that with a brother. You know, whether, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, it's very likely that you either have um, uh a mobile phone that you can send a text to someone. If you have a brother, perhaps that reading partner of yours, shoot him a message with the uh, a quote from the book, and that also helps keep each other accountable. If you don't have a highlighter, you need to dog ear that book. Go ahead and do so. You know, you know, the book is is there as a tool to help you. So the content of the book is not its pages the content is whatever knowledge and whatever life experiences are contained within the letters of that book so use it as a tool and write on it scratch it bend it do whatever you need to do to it to squeeze that knowledge out of it so those are my five uh suggestions for you to help you in a help you go through that stack of books that have been just there, incomplete, laying around mocking you, uh, just like they have been me, you know don't don't think I'm judging you for not finishing your books, I'm talking to myself I have a stack of books on here on my desk I have a stack of books out there in the in the night table but as soon as I'm done recording, I'm going to go ahead and apply all these five steps and if you want a reading partner, you're reading something send me an email uh, you can reach me at Juan Sepulveda at The Winding Stairs if you're on Twitter, find me at WindingStairs33, and don't forget to don't forget to visit the WindingStairs.com, uh, where I have the podcast, and I also have an opportunity for you to sign up to my email to my email newsletter. If you haven't done so yet, go ahead and do that. I am working on a project that I announced yesterday, and it's called the Chamber. You want to be a part of that. The Chamber is the biggest, most important project that I have put together after the Winding Stairs, and I want you to be a part of that. To do so, sign up to the email newsletter, in the next few weeks I will be contacting Brothers with more details, but the launch date is scheduled to be December 13th, 2014. So that's 12, 13, 14. Don't forget that date, make sure you sign up for the email before then. Final thing before I part, I want to review the five steps again. Number one, prioritize your books. Choose the important ones. Number two, schedule time to read. Take the time to actually allocate a space of time in your day for that. Number three, don't read alone. Find a reading partner, find someone where you can bounce ideas or find uh, or your findings in, within the book. Share those with that person. Number, number four, make reading tempting. Put that one book that you want to finish somewhere where you can see it all the time. You have access to it where it's going to remind you that you're working on that one book. And number five, mark it. Don't be afraid to bend it, de- uh, dog ear it, highlight it, scratch it, whatever it's necessary to squeeze the squeeze the information out of that book. By all means, go ahead. And ask, unless I lend you the book. If I lend you the book and you start writing on it. <laughs> Go be in trouble. Uh, This is, I'm talking about your own books. I'm glad I caught that and cleared it out. So, I want to leave you with a quote, and this one is by Brother Oscar Wilde. It says, It is what you read when you don't have to that determines what you will be when you can't help it. Thank you again, and don't forget to go to uh, Freemasonry.com and join me again next time as we continue our journey. Up the Winding Stairs.